Hey guys, welcome into Cancel This. I'm Vic Faust with Tabitha Hassel. Scotty Gerken alongside Eric Johnson on the way. Happy Tuesday, February 7th. Glad you're joining us. As always, you can jump in on CancelThisShow.com. For all of our original content, the library is growing by leaps and bounds. Glad people are checking out not only the shows we did yesterday and today, but shows that we've done from weeks past. The numbers and views continue to go up. We'd love to see that. Also, thank you for liking and supporting and, of course, subscribing to all of our content. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Go ahead and like that. Let people know what we're doing. Jump on all those sites. And, of course, never think that, oh, yeah, they know. They're watching. Go ahead and do it. I was talking with uh, our marketing guy, Alex. Obviously, we're a show based out of the St. Louis area. We have a big following here. But he's like, yeah, you guys are big in Chicago. You're big in the state of Washington. I was like, really? In two months? How'd that happen? (laughs) But anyway, it's going on. We appreciate you joining us um, for the most part. Um, We're ready to rock and roll today. I think we got all of our energy here. Another massive show. We talked about the big week we had. Yesterday, we had the Missouri Attorney General on with us. We appreciated him coming into studio to talk. uh, Or coming on the line, the video studio, that is. Also today, coming up in just a few minutes, we've got Missouri Governor Mike Parson joining us on the show. He's going to... Jump in for the first time on Cancel This. We've also got Missouri Representative Justin Hicks joining us at 9 o'clock. He's been very involved when it comes to the puberty blockers. It's been a big topic at state capitol as well. Plus, we've got uh, Athena Car Warranties coming in at 9.30 as well. They're jumping in on the show in regards to one of those. I always called it the necessary evil car warranty. I've, I've had to get them a few times. I hated buying them, but I was like, damn, I need it. Comes in handy. Especially in this day and age with supply. Supply and demand when it comes to vehicles, it is not an easy thing. Yeah, also, it, you're so right. I can't wait. I cannot wait to talk to them. So we got that coming up today. Also, the State of the Union tonight with um, President Biden. Um, I'm, I wonder which Biden will be showing up, and I mean that in a couple different manners. I'm with. I'm wondering <laughs> myself. Will this be the supercharged Biden who got a shot? Will this be Biden one, two, three, four, or five? It'll be the real Biden because now they want him to fail. Oh yeah, it might be. Um, We've got a video for you today. I I don't know if this, some people go, okay, it's not that big of a deal, Vic. Um, But Disney, if you didn't know what Disney's about now, I know it's, I always talk about this. It's that, it's the little, it's the poison in the sweet. But, oh, Disney's so great and it's wonderful. Uh, Yeah, just wait till you see the new CRT woke video that they have out. This is being taught to kids. Uh, And when we talk about CRT, it's telling kids because of the color of their skin or something that may have happened in the past, you are lesser than somebody with another color of skin. And it's all to promote reparations. It's mm-hmm. I'll be looking for yeah, this. That. It's I had followed Disney. I'd been okay, fine. There's I, I get it. There's a lot of companies that, you know, they're caught up in their agendas, but not Disney has one hundred percent lost me, that's for sure. I I don't have young kids anymore. But I feel for parents who do have young kids who want to go to Disney World, who want to experience and have all of that. And they're like, well, you know, Vic, you know, just let the kids have fun. And yeah, and then they're being indoctrinated. These videos are nothing but indoctrinating. It's a sad thing. So we will see what happens with that. Southwest Airlines, we'll see if we can get into that today. They've, they've even lowered standards more. We'll try to get to this. Uh, Kevin Malutnik, owner here at Strategic Air Services, is looking into that to see what's actually going on with that. And something that is near and dear to Tabitha's heart, AMC movie theater pricing. 
there's tier pricing now. When does this start? Have you heard about this, sure or is it, or is it just date. an idea? No, it's not an idea. It's it's going to happen. I don't know when the start date is. It, it may have already started. And yes, do you want to talk about it now, or do you? No, want to we'll wait? get in. Okay. No, I mean we'll get into it all. It's just one of those things that, um, I, I'm all for it. I heard people complaining about it. I see both sides. We live in America where it's capitalism. Correct. Cars cost different prices. Houses True. cost different prices. I guess your seats should too. Different brands of food, drinks cost different prices. Better hotel rooms cost different prices. So it gets into all of those things. That's we go. So anyway, coming up at uh, 810, we will be talking with uh, Missouri Governor Mike Parson. You can always jump in on the comment line as well. We run a text at the bottom of your screen. When we do that, you don't call that number, you text that number, and then we jump you in, we put you in as fast as we can. Uh, John says, I heard AMC tier pricing will be completed by the end of 2023. We'll certainly see where that goes. Robert says, Disney has always been lost. Walt was a Freemason. Um, and would Kevin McCarthy from Mary ever tear up Biden's speech? I don't know. We'll see. But that State of the Union is coming up tonight as well. And if you want to jump in on the comment line, you can as well. Go to canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. You can jump in there, make your comments known. We're trying to get as many questions as we can to the governor today, and we'll do what we can. All right, Tabitha, um, how was your work day yesterday? Everything go out when you left here? Yeah, as expected. Okay. Things just, make, just moved along. I was just making sure <laughs> that you were all there. Hey, Scotty, just let me know when um, the governor jumps in as well today, and um, we'll go ahead and do that. We appreciate you jumping in. By the way, you can also. We do have video up, by the way. He's just not in his chair. So as soon as he gets there and set, I'll make sure you get it. I love it, my friend. I love it. Hey, Scotty, real quick. Um, we wanted to remind everybody, too, while we had a chance, because we get so dang busy and people plan their weekends and it's a Super Bowl weekend. Can you remind people about what you have going on this weekend? We've talked about it before with Modern Day Zero. Oh, God. Do I have to? I'm I sorry. thought you'd want to. <laughs> no, uh, sad, this Saturday at the Diamond Music Hall, February 11th, uh, Modern Day Zero with And They Rise, Outrun the Fall, and Mr. Malone. Doors are at 6, and it should be a fun night. We're uh, we're on a low-ticket alert I was uh, made aware mm. of last night. So Ticket alert? What get, the hell is that? Get, <laughs> that means it's... <laughs> Almost sold out. Eric Johnson is just entered the studio. That's going to be a sold out show. Almost sold out. So we're hoping that we can get that done before Saturday. That's just bragging. That's just bragging. I was told to announce it because he's like, you better do it because if people want to come, they're not, they're going to get turned away at the door if they don't buy tickets. (laughs) No, this is why we do it. I want to go. But I can't. Have you? Because I'm playing. Oh, well, yeah. We got a low ticket alert, too. Uh, I'll stream it just for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And how did the the concert come about? Because this is not just Modern Day Zero. This is a massive event. Well, uh, Modern Day Zero, it's a reunion show. We haven't played in a while. Uh, But we did that uh, tribute to Jeff Burton, one of the local uh, radio broadcasters that passed away from cancer in August. And they did a tribute to him. So we got together and did five songs for the tribute with some other bands and... uh, Decided to do a show, and then uh, so we brought in And They Rise, which is another two members of our band's new project since Modern Day Zero is in his active. Yeah, it's awesome. No, you, those guys, they got some seriously good songs, Vic. You will like it. I, I, you I will know love they do. it. Are you going to go? Look, they'll play out, they'll play a Fallout Boy song for you. Okay, well, I, I thought it was Avril Lavigne Skater Boy for me or something. 
I think I think we're covering Lizzo this week. They got a little Kaja Gugu. They got some Kaja Gugu in their Yeah, set. but then can they really run the full gamut yeah. and do some ABBA for Tabitha? Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know Scott can do some ABBA. No I don't. I don't it. know. That's pretty high stuff there. He'll even do his little tutu dance to it. Okay. Well, I'll do that anyway. I do that to our stuff. You know what, Scott? If they do show up, you'll just feel uncomfortable. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. I'll get all nervous. I'm sweaty. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, well, Eric, you made it in time for our man. Governor Mike Parson jumping in on canceltheshow.com for the first time. Canceltheshow.com. And go figure. You knew. You yes. knew Governor knew Mike Parson, G57, would be wearing red during Super Bowl week he beat me for his punch. beloved Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I did. You, Governor, can you give us an update on Mahomes' ankle, please? How's hey, he we're doing? We're good to go. We're good to go. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, he's good. I think things are looking pretty good. What I know and what I hear, uh, you know, hey, you know, this is going to be a great game. Uh Playing against Philadelphia Eagles, number one seeds playing each other. That's the way it's supposed to work yes. out. And uh, I mean, so many storylines in this thing. You know, Andy Reid going back home, Kelsey Brothers, 57th governor in the 57th Super Bowl. That's got to be a winning combination. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Governor Parson. Yeah, we're we're easing you into all the tough questions. No, we're not. This I is the fun. This is the fun <laughs> stuff now. Okay, hey. Governor Parson. I went to my first Chiefs game at the AFC Championship game. Um, two weeks ago, since it's the first game I'd been to since 1999, mm. it was freezing ass cold, but I had so much fun. I had not heard a professional sports crowd. There was one college crowd back in the day at Ohio state when I was at an Ohio state game that probably matched it, but I had not heard a crowd that loud and it blew me away the entire game. Chiefs Kingdom is a real deal. Obviously, winning helps, but what an environment, what an atmosphere to go watch a Chiefs game. Even the Bengals fans I was sitting next to said, okay, we put about 60,000 people in. They were like, this is yeah. this is the best co- uh, football, professional football stadium we've been to. Exactly. And you know, you know what? I've been going there a long time. And when you talk to the tailgating and you talk about the atmosphere in Arrowhead, it, it is a special. Uh, atmosphere. Even visiting teams will tell you that when they come to town and everything. And I'm like you. I sit out there the other night. I said, hey, I got to suck it up here and I want to sit out here. We sit outside to watch that game uh, and just about froze my. <laughs> well, it was, just, it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> you know what? You, know, you, uh, you got to ask him about a prediction. Too, uh, well, hold on. I, now, and, I got and, a question. Did you. And did Governor you, Parsons did, going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. By the way. Did they, now, did they set oh, you. Tabitha has the inside info. Did they set you and Henry Winkler up in a booth together because you're like good luck charms, both y'all? I, I don't know about Henry. I haven't seen him yet, but uh, <laughs> hey, uh, it's it's just fun to go to, fun to go down there on the field, and uh, what an organization, man! I'm just I'm just so proud of what they're doing right now, and uh, you know the sports side of me I just love it, but it's also a big deal for the state. So yes. being governor when you're going to the Super Bowls uh, is pretty cool. And like I said early on, we talked about this being the 57th Super Bowl, and you know me being the 57th governor early on in the season, we said, hey, how cool would it be if we all ended up in so um, yes yeah i'm headed i'm headed that way good headed that way. awesome damn that T- would tabitha be. do you have any sports questions before we move on no like i said i i, I was just reiterating that yes. the governor parson is going to the super okay. bowl which is such a huge honor yeah well I, who thought he wouldn't um yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we miss you, Gov. Uh, we really do. And I, I think, you know, we're going to be fawning all over you today in this interview. We think that you're doing a great job. Everybody on our text line thinks you're doing a great job. But there's certain certain things that concern. There are some people who want to go after. Well, the, I don't kid. know about no that. No politician's ever perfect. <laughs> well, it's not about perfect, but it's about some questions. The state of Missouri is doing is pretty healthy right now. I'll take the first swipe, I guess. We were talking to your AG yesterday about the city of St. Louis. It is always a thorn in our side on this show, as you might know. Um, Kim Gardner, Tashara Jones just seem like this place is, is in. They, they've given up on it. Every morning that I wake up and watch the news, it's 15 minutes of shootings down in St. Louis. I guess a broad, broad question, your thoughts on St. Louis and what can we do about it to try to save some lives here as far as the violence goes? You know, you know what? 22 years in law enforcement, you know, and I care so much about kids and things of that nature now just because of where I am in life. It is a sad day up there when you just see so many people getting killed for for no reasons. I mean, just violent crime. And, you know, kids out on the streets, are they getting involved in this now at 12, 13, 10 years old, get involved in crime. It's just a sad day. But I'm going to tell you, I have tried since I've been governor to be more in St. Louis than probably most governors have ever been because I really wanted to help up there, but you got to want to help yourself. Yes. Uh, I mean, I can't take over the police department, you know, as easy as that may sound, you know, we couldn't even do that if we wanted to, but eventually somebody's going to have to take action mm-hmm. or you're going to see it. This thing's just not going to get better. And if you want the same old thing happening decade after decade, this is what you're going to get. And what's frustrating about it. If you take, St. Louis, if you take Chicago, Portland, El Paso, Detroit, you can go all of those nice. All these have the same problems, but guess what? There's other cities out there that don't have these problems. But so there is a way to fix it, but you gotta have your leadership dedicated to really wanting to shut crime down. And in my opinion, that's never gonna happen until you get more officers on the streets, you get more involved in the communities and the neighborhoods that you're actually trying to protect. And you take violent criminals off the street, and I do mean take them off. Yes, exactly right. Now, Governor Parson, I I know most of us have heard that the Missouri National Guard is heading out and being deployed to the Middle East for security operations. Is there anything that you can elaborate on in regards to that deployment? Yeah, I, I first of all, the National Guard has been involved in multiple fronts yes. uh, in, in our state. A lot of times we don't draw a lot of publicity where they go. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But we're always pretty well know where we need to send them, and they're on standby. Uh, the Middle East, we've been over there. We've been deployed over there several times before. Uh, so this is not a upscale mission by no means. This is a normal mission for us to be over there and do our part. Uh, the same as we do some of the things when we were on the border uh, to help in that situation where we can sometime back. Panama, different areas that we go to to try to do that. So. You know, we're, I got, I got a really good National Guard team here. You know, the general does a great job. People does. You know, it's kind of like over the weekend, you know, you, you know, had the sky balloon up there, or the sky balloon <laughs> mm-hmm. up there, you know, and all that going on. You know, we're, we're it's not like uh, we're pretty well prepared in Missouri, you know, uh, for that. If, if we ever had the opportunity to do something, I'll just say this, we would have sure done it. Uh, but anyhow, that's, that's a whole other subject, as you well know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> of course you would have done something. Uh, we've got a lot of people coming in asking questions on our chat line as well, Governor, and we may bounce around just a little bit when it comes to some of these questions, but we had had uh, groups of people over the past few weeks being very concerned, and when I say very, I mean very with a capital V, 
when it comes to reports of um, illegal aliens, illegal immigrants uh, coming from um, not just Mexico, but countries even south of Mexico into counties like Franklin County in the state of Missouri. Are you getting reports of this and what can be done and what would you advise be done? Yeah, well, well, here's the first thing I would tell you is we've probably been fortunate so far. We haven't had a large influx of, of illegals, but it will happen. I mean, it's just a matter of time. These people are going all over the United States in huge numbers. Uh, eventually, they're going to land in Missouri, uh, probably more than we want, to be right honest about. You know, I mean, look, there, there's a reason they're called illegals, and I don't care how you dress that up. You know, there's a right way to come into this country and there's a wrong way to come into this country. And by just opening these borders and letting people come across, you know, we, we keep trying to help every other country in the world. We can't help our others. We're trying mm-hmm. to, 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 whether it's Ukraine, whether it's other areas, we're trying to secure borders for them and stuff, but we can't secure our own, you know, and that's pretty sad that you can't protect uh, people. And I know Governor Abbott and, and was Governor Ducey in Arizona then. You know, I can't, I just can't imagine being in their situations where that helpless feeling you'd have is just people coming across every day into your state. And you just have to use your own resources to try to fix it while the federal government uh, absolutely has no assistance, no help whatsoever. It's, what? it's just it's a sad day for America. What? So let's say let's just pretend that uh, we get uh, an influx of 5,000 illegals from Mexico, so, um, South America, wherever, and they land in Ladue, or they land in St. Louis County or Kansas City. And then all of a sudden, it's just this, this slow trickle behind them of just illegals, and you start to see that. What is Missouri's tactical response to something like that? Is it just let them live there, or is it to move them, or is it to put them on buses? What is our tactical response to, to, to deal with something like that? I think one thing, if, if it gets to be, you know, big number of flex in that, yeah, I think the first thing we're going to try to do is figure out how do we get them out of Missouri, you know, mm-hmm. and states that want it, you know, okay, fine, we'll deliver them to you or take them to Washington, D.C., what you see right now. Look, some of the states are going to have to step up and help other states, just like Abbott and some of these other people that are trying to do all this stuff on their own. But we can't, you know, 5,000 people come here illegally and they have no jobs they have no credentials there's no plan whatsoever how to make them legal right now is what we have and you know and then man you can start talking about fentanyl you can start talking about crime all the things that come along with it because people coming across here is not all going to be saints to start off with so you know i think for us it's a matter of target uh where those people are coming in how they're getting here and what can you do on those ends but uh we watch that every day i'm just telling you uh public safety highway patrol uh, we're trying to kind of see what volumes and see what information we can get every day out there, see what's moving on in our state. Mm-hmm. I'm going to suggest sending them to Canada like New York is doing, but that that's a story for another day. Governor Parson, I know you are always standing up for Missouri farmers. You always have their back. Right now, I know that you've recently signed a letter against the EPA who wants to come into Missouri and other states and regulate ponds ditches and other bodies of water can you talk about that a little bit yeah i would talk about it all day long probably to where i get probably blood pressure runs and everything else <laughs> the last thing you need is the federal government to come in on anybody's farm and decide where the water comes off the roof of a barn where it goes and have the rights to be on your property to analyze that number one that's that's a huge problem there and just the overkill of what the epa does I mean, they're killing our country uh, and farmers. 
you know, trying to control the water, how it flows in this country. I mean, I don't know what kind of one-on-one classes these people go to up there, but you know, they don't have any control over the rain. You know, when it rains, water's going to run downhill. I'll tell them that first. Of right, right. And then it didn't tell how a ditch works, but you know, I'm going to fight that all day long because they don't have no business being on farms. We'll take care of our farms, but I will tell you on the waters of the USA, it's much bigger than farmers. You mentioned Franklin County and some of the counties right up there in your neighborhood. When it comes to water flow, they literally, under that act, have the authority to go anywhere they want to go, any property they want to go, and do what they want to do. Uh, that's federal government is worse. Yeah, it is. So Absolutely. We're going to fight that, so I it, don't know. It's, it's what we all fear is the government regulating even more of our personal property. Hey, do you want to stick yeah. on uh, farms for just a second? Mm-hmm. There's go this ahead. real weird report, and I don't know much about okay, it. Okay, you're getting serious. Well, I thought you were going to ask him about barn dominiums. So. Oh, no, no, no. That's for someone else. Um, <laughs> this is, this is uh, you know, the ch- something, when we read the news, we hear that China's coming in and buying up all this farmland. And we saw six months of uh, Trudy Bush uh, t- telling us that uh, Eric Schmidt was selling Chinese land or whatever. What is the deal with that in Missouri? Do we Have we been selling a lot of land to China? I've talked to just about Missouri. We see it all over the, the United States. But what is, what's going on with that? And how do we fight back again? that if it's true yeah political, political hot button right now because of china and everything and i don't want any relationship with china anymore we had if, if anything if anything more than land we ought to understand how china impacted all of us during the COVID scenario that we were totally dependent on them in this country right mm-hmm. that is something we've got to address and you know what i would tell you it'd be a good thing maybe for some of you to reach out and find out how many people has went back to those same resources they had before COVID. so we're right back doing business with china whether that's the healthcare industry whoever it is you know we're still buying supplies from there you know to be that missouri already has a law in effect in the state of missouri how much what a percentage of land china can own in, in our state now if you want to change that percentage or whatever it is you know i i'm plenty open to that the one thing we wanted to make sure we're doing they're not coming in here and they're not going to our military sites and things of that nature uh but it's an issue right now, and I think the you know the trust uh, trust that we don't have with them. I'm fine with limiting to whatever we need to limit them to to have any kind of things to do in, in Missouri. So, and, it, and it's it's not as simple as saying own the land. We can prevent them from owning land, but the problem is that the investments that go behind through other companies and other channels. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. I stop that. Yes. So that that's more of the problem. That is just them really coming over here and buying land. We can stop that, but it's the other investment sources they have through other companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Uh, governor Parsons, not unlike anybody else um, who is a governor and yeah. is finishing their final term, it's easy for critics to say, oh, yeah, well, they're just going to sit in there and write out their term. They're not going to run again. Um, what is the most important thing or two important things to you to finish off? before the next uh, gubernatorial election, which is in November of 2024? You know, for me, it's pretty simple. Uh, You know, I I don't ever want to forget where I came from. Uh, And I want to remember like it was when I first got here, when I first became governor, and know the challenges I had, but I want to finish the same way. You know, uh, I mean, I'm not a guy that's going to sit around and, you know, hang out for 10 o'clock in the morning. You know, I come to work early. I work hard when I'm here. And I want to make sure when I leave here, I hopefully, hopefully will things seem a little better mm-hmm. than what they was before I started. And if it's anything for 
for me, Vic, and for all of you and your listeners out there today. It's not about me anymore. I mean, I've got to live the American dream and Teresa have, and it's through hard work and through faith and a good foundation, how we grew up. But it's making sure that the next generations have that opportunity. So the last two years for me is about just making sure this state's a little better off than it was and making sure that some kid has the same opportunities that I had coming from where I came from. We could and, use- uh, that's important to me. We could use an NFL team here in St. Louis. That's we, never happening okay, again. Never, never, and never and he loves the Chiefs. By the way, people, <laughs> if, you know what? If people don't know, and I think it's important because um, I, I'm not ripping local news, but I don't think local news does enough job. And I know that uh, Governor Parson and his team, has, they're not out there waving their flag, talking about what they're doing. But when you want to talk about a governor who's actually in the inner city and working with the Urban League, um, they tell me, Governor Parson, they they say you've got a Republican governor who's spending so much time in the city giving money to organizations like the Urban League. And mm-hmm. I don't I mean, they're telling me, but I don't hear local news talking about it. Um, are you guys continuing the effort with money to try to make a dent, even if you're not getting any cooperation from a mayor, Tashara Jones, and or when it comes to, quote, Security, the circuit attorney's office. Yeah, well, Vicky, I hope you guys know me well enough. It doesn't matter about all the politics stuff of it. It's sad, I will say that. But we're still going to help the Urban League. We're going to help a lot of those organizations we started out with when it comes to mental health, when it comes to drug overdose, when it comes to all the things that we can to help them with health care, you know, things that we know we're putting in the budget every year to get up there. Our biggest challenge is making sure the people on the ground get it. You know, that it don't go through so many hands that nonprofits, you know, there's a lot of not good nonprofits out there and there's a lot of not so good, you know, and, and you start funneling money through them and they're taking advantage of it. And, you know, it's kind of like the kids meal deal that here a while back, you know, how that went and I stopped that and all the St. Louis media up there and they went ballistics because CBS did a report and said I was cutting all these kids off meals. Well, the reason I cut them off because I knew there's going to be an FBI invested in Department of Justice because people were taking advantage of the entire system. And, you know, I, oh my gosh, I'd like to do a show sometime a little closer to the end to talk about the media a little bit more, Vic. Uh, <laughs> to kind of separate the good from the yes. bad. I, I, I don't know what it would be rated when we get done. but Highly. Like <laughs> we could do yeah. a separate pod on just that. <laughs> exactly. we'll, we'll fly you right into here to Strategic Air Services. You'll do a weekly podcast, and it'll be very highly rated. Yes, yes it would. Uh, uh, Governor you know, Park- you know what? I, I, I say this, and I'll because you've got a lot of people listening. But it's unfortunate that there's not enough people out there, like yourselves out there, you know, you have a good time, and, and but you're still trying to get to the really points, the issues that are really important to everyday people out there. But the scenario, know that most of the St. Louis media does up there, no matter, you could do so many good things, but I guarantee you they will never talk about good things in your city. They'll never talk about good things that I do. It'll always be the negative side right. of it. Yes. And if you go back in the history and you look at the articles they've written just under my administration, when it's things that went so well for so many people, I'm going to tell you 99.9% of them up there will be negative. Articles. Yeah, I know that personally. Which, which is a shame because, Governor, I think you have been a fantastic governor for the great state of Missouri. And, and speaking of that, we're all watching news reports of 5,000 so far killed, thousands missing from the earthquake over in Turkey. It, 
and, and I know that we sit here in Missouri right by the New Madrid fault line. And I keep hearing reports that we are making making plans. We're trying to get ready for the big earthquake if it if it happens. Can you elaborate on what we're doing as a state? Yeah, I think we're well ahead of that. I mean, I think we understand what the risks are there and that that possibility is there and what you have in place to, to be able to adjust to that issue. But, you know, you talk about an earthquake, much like a flood, so some of these things you see that just happen, uh, tornadoes, things like that. You know, if that happens, you know, and if it is a, a you know, one, if, if it's a huge earthquake, you know, if it's one that's going to cause a lot of damage and take a lot of lives, then you got to be prepared for that. And, you know, I always call it from the law enforcement day, you try to figure out how you organize chaos uh, in the beginning. You just have to have a plan. You have to execute it. But I think we're ready for that. We don't ever want it to happen. We, we know that it'll be tough if it ever really happens the way it's predicted sometimes. But I believe we're as ready as we can be for it. Okay, here we go. I can't remember the governor that did this, but there's a there's a state in the union right now that has, uh, and there's many states that have elected to have kids. In Ohio. Their, Ohio. Is it Ohio? Are you I, sure? I thought it was Kim Ohio. Reynolds, I thought it was. But anyway, um, there's, a, there's a bill that says the tax money that you spend will go with you. You find the school for your kid, and if it's not Parkway, if it's not Ladue, if it's not Kansas City, and you find a school that is not dealing with CRT, that's not dealing with uh, um, transgender issue, that's not dirt dealing with uh, public school nonsense, I think it's one of the greatest laws that has been passed statewide in the history of this country that says enough of this public education. We don't need to spend our time fighting with uh, union teachers. Here's some money. Go get your kid educated. Is that a possibility in the state of Missouri? Are we working on anything like that? Because I have noticed in the last 10 years, our public education system just is going downhill. And it's Iowa. Iowa. Thank yeah. you. Iowa. Is there anything like that, um, uh, letting our tax money follow our kids? Yeah, I think they're talking about that now. They've got legislative introduced to do that. That has been talked about before. But look, I tell you where that's going to come from. That's, eventually, those type of things are going to catch more steam and you're going to see other states like Iowa doing that if the public education system don't take care of itself, which, you know, that doesn't look good. I also, however, would have to say this. If you go to small town Missouri in these small school systems, they do a fairly good job where your problem is. Mm -hmm. And they don't have any other choices. If you go to a fair play Missouri, if you go to a small town halfway Missouri, the school is the hub of the whole community. There is no options, mm -hmm. you know. And where's the real problem at when we're talking about this? It will be your entrepreneurs that, that are having to push in these agendas. But uh, yeah, I think there, I mean, the more that stuff happens, the more that that comes to life, you're going to see legislators trying to take actions, trying to fix it. So it's always to me is like, you know, it's kind of like law enforcement. You know, if you don't clean your own house, someday somebody's going to clean it for you. Yes. And, it, and it, you know, it's just sad when parents have to wake up and actually go to school board meetings and talk about, you know, uh, transgendered, um, you know, classes as opposed to just how much books are. I mean, the PTA used to be worth something in this country, and it seems like they're the enemy now. And it's just enough is enough, you know, and uh, we're seeing it more and more. And I think this is a good opportunity for our states to say, you know what? Here's some money. Go get your kid, uh, be, you know, to a, a tech school or something like that. And that's, to me, it's just a very good idea. And I digress. Yeah. I 
I don't think there's any question that that's got to stop with all the gender, with all the, you know, the drag queen stuff, all the things, the hot button issues we see. You know, schools need to stay out of social issues and start teaching education. You know? Right. People want to know what their kid, can they read? Do they, can they add? Can they subtract? Science, I think basic fundamentals is what people want of an education system. But, you know, everybody now, and, and well, I don't say everybody, they're not all that way. But, you know, they try to get in these hot button social issues, trying to ingrain their philosophy in our kids. That's not the school system's place to do. Right. That's parents. And if parents fail, then parents fail. And that belongs on their shoulders. But education system needs to talk about education and make sure every kid is treated equal when they come into those classrooms. Hey, we got to wrap things up, guys. We've I've just got to know that we've kept the governor long. But, Governor, real quick before we let you go. Um, Eric is all into these things called barn dominiums. We have a real estate uh, advertiser on the show. Eric brought this up last week. Have you ever heard of a barn dominium? And if so, would you would you jump into one? Of course he would. First of all, I just kind of like the old traditional barns. That's a VA lower down. I mean, I don't know why we got to add names to a barn, but anyhow, uh, I like my barns the way they are. I'll let you guys discuss the social, the political issues of today's time. I'm old school. I yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you find me a nice old barn, I'll I'll reproduce it. Eric's trying to. They're they're fancy <laughs> barns to live in now. So, Governor, they're yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what they are. I, I got some people want them. Yes. Okay, we'll see. Hey, Governor Parson, <laughs> um, we always heck twenty minutes over twenty minutes goes by just like that. Uh, if anything comes up, let us know. We appreciate you jumping in on cancel this at cancel this show dot com. Uh, you're predicting the Chiefs to win, I'm sure, right? Thirty five, thirty one. Oh, damn. He was already there. Damn. Enjoy the trip. If you, know, you guys. The over under on that. I don't you know. know. In Super Bowl 54, they asked me that. Mm-hmm. And here I am gloating about I did one thing right, I know, but I, but I missed it by one point, the prediction. We won, <laughs> is, but I missed the prediction by one point. What is Missouri's wager with uh, the great state of Pennsylvania? What are we wagering? And, we, and we'll let him go. We're, we're take, I'm taking a couple of Chiefs flags with me. He's bringing a couple of Eagles flags. We're going to sign them and autograph them, exchange them. Gotcha. Whoever loses uh, will be have that in the governor's office for a day on display uh, in, in your home office. So oh. it, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing uh, Casey's flag in Pennsylvania in the governor's office for a day. So I'm looking that would be nice. Um, Amen. <laughs> Governor Parson, G57, thank you so much for your time. We'll catch up with you later, all right? Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thank you. All that right. was awesome. Yeah, I always feel bad. Kelly Jones uh, does all media for the governor. She does an amazing job. And <laughs> she's she's texting me, Vic, wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. I know we were trying because seriously, over 20 minutes goes boom like time that. Time goes by very quickly. What I was going to say nope. to him that, that I didn't have time because time ran out. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you guys talk too much? No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. No, I'm, tot- I'm completely <laughs> joking. I concur. <laughs> I am completely joking. But no, it, what, the only thing I was going to say to Governor Parson, it, and it's not that big of a deal, I can do it at any time, and I have before, is that I actually defend him all the time. I think he really, truly is a great governor. Yeah. But but people come at him and they say, well, why isn't he coming into St. Louis City and just removing Kim Gardner? Why isn't he going to St. Louis City and, you know, demanding they put in, you know, other, you know, different types of mayors? And I'm like, Governor Parson is a constitutionalist. Mm-hmm. He he go he abides by the law. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not. And you know what? This is why your local elections are so important because what Governor Parson and he's told us this is that he believes in, you know what, you your constituents 
The you get what you pay for. Vote exactly. Yes, you get what you vote for. Yeah. And so the people of St. Louis County, the people of St. Louis City, have spoken. It, they've spoken, <laughs> and, and when they cast their votes for these super, totally for these super liberal people, then guess what happens? Those are the people who end up in these spots, right? Yeah. It happens. It, no, it I love. I love the governor. He look. This is a guy. <laughs> this is a Missouri governor that has that has a lot of integrity. He's very transparent. He basically he he runs this the state kind of like we what we talk about: fix the potholes, do the mundane stuff. You know, be approachable. He is approachable, and he's such he's, a nice guy. And and Tabitha, you nailed it. The city of St. Louis, whether you like it or not, they have they have voted. And what is the governor going to come in and do? I've said it all the time: twenty eight percent of the people of St. Louis voted. Right. And the majority of the 28% who actually went to the polls and voted, voted for Tashar Jones. Now, one of the issues that he did bring up was the fact of when it comes to school issues and CRT and jumping into gender issues and woke things of that nature. Yes, you will have some of those people who infiltrate rural schools. There is no doubt about that. But he's talking about from a bigger perspective. You don't, it's nothing like it is. In some of the quote Democratic-led cities and areas, uh, it, it's just not. It's not like it can be in St. Louis County, and St. Louis City, and it's not easy when kids can be indoctrinated from an early age. And we've talked about this before, Eric. As you were walking in, we were promoting Disney. Mm-hmm, I saw that. Disney has a new video that we're going to play here. Scott, you let us know when we're good to, to pop that that bad boy up. I mean, you just take a look at this minute and a half video, and this is what's being shown to kids. I've heard it. And then we talked it. Here's the video. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First it was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build this. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the system. Systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington. 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We We made your families rich. From the southern plantation heirs to the northern bankers to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World order. Slaves, slaves built this country. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for the umpteenth time, our account is still outstanding. Cause this country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. And we demand our 40 acres and a mule. You can keep the mule. Keep the 40. We're taking our freedom. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to go to that. 
I've um, never seen that before. I, that, I didn't Disney. even know that existed. That's the new ride at Disney. I'm sorry, it's disgusting. Where is this being? Robert, played? I agree with you. It is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. That's, that's it. That is dividing lines. That is drawing lines in the sand. That is starting fights. That is indoctrination. That is not working together. That is making. If you don't have brown skin, black skin, whatever you want to call it, then you are a problem. It needs and all to, you did was they need you were to just shut born. that. They need to shut that park down. I'm well, sorry. Well, where is this Disney being is, shown at? It's a cartoon on the Disney Network. I think it's Disney Plus. Is that yeah, right, Scotty? It's, a, it's on a Scotty? cartoon. Disney Plus. Uh, Vic sent it. I don't yeah, know. Where. It, yeah, okay. it's. I think it's Disney Plus. It's, it's, so it's, it's a subscription. Part so part of Iger's uh, role in Disney is to make this is a true story. Don't care what anyone says. It's to make uh, Disney Plus streaming a profitable organization. They produce their own content now. They they bought Marvel Comics. They're doing crap like this. Cancel Disney Plus. You have That's to, what Jay just said, cancel Disney Plus. Look, there needs to be a bumper sticker, and it needs to start here. Hopefully, we have a cancel this, and it has Disney Plus right by it. You guys have got to have a hiatus of about a year and a half. You guys got to go into the mountains, and you got to figure out what the hell Disney is. You guys are very public about your wokeness. There's nothing... Nothing, nothing, I'll say it one more time, nothing that a parent wants to see inside of, the, of their, they do not want to be indoctrinated in their living room as they're making dinner in the other room, putting this garbage on. They just don't want it. You guys need to really take a sabbatical. You need to shut the park down, and you got to stop making Pluto and, and Cinderella woke. For well, God's sake! Well, that's why they brought Bob you know what I'm saying? back. You got to stop making. Uh, hey, Scotty, we hear you again, man. Um, so it's it. You know, it's it's the kind of thing where I don't have a dog in the hunt. I don't. I'm. I got a kid. He's 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 way older. He doesn't. You know, he doesn't sit in the living room watching cartoons. Your this is your guys's problem, not yours. But this is parents' problem. This is young parents. Who have to deal with this garbage? It's garbage. You're going to brainwash your kid that they are a bad human being. You're going to, you're going to, it's going to have some ramifications in the years to come. Reparations are for people who have been injured in a car accident, not for people that come from 200 years ago, 150 years ago. That, that now live in a country that is bending over backwards for him. I digress. I'll let you guys talk about it a little bit more because it, it is disgusting. I can't take it anymore. To add the New World Order. And, and the, the Illuminati. And the Illuminati. <laughs> and, and they didn't say it, but they said that, they basically said that that's white people causing problems. Still, that's exactly what the video said. And here's the issue. As an adult, you get used to seeing things out there. Opinions what people call education, even if it isn't. And you're like, okay, they're entitled to their opinion. And you are entitled to your opinion. But when it gears it towards kids, that's, and not even white kids, but what it does is it ignites fire within African-American kids there you as go. well. Preach. I'm not going to get along with, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. That's how Preach. exactly how that girl sound sounded. It's not about working together. It's not about unity. It's not about charity. It's about F all y'all. I'm getting mine. That's it's when you know you entitlement. entitlement 100%. It's sad. That's not how we should be working to get along. Um, when I saw that, I went, oh, my gosh. And as difficult as I felt it's been being a parent with my own kids, it gets more difficult for generation and generation of parents with kids that they have now.
it puts a steak heart. It's a steak knife right in the heart of a kid saying, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to better myself. I'm going to become something. It puts a steak heart in the, in the middle of that. It makes There's no inspiration to go out and do anything if you think the man has done you wrong. Does that if you teach think racism, the, Eric? Somebody just said it teaches racism. Yes, of course it does. It makes a, it makes an African-American kid who's watching this in the middle of whatever apartment it is that they're watching it in, it makes them look at the another race, whether it's Chinese, Caucasian, um, whatever it is, it makes you look at that person like, I hate you. I hate you because you're white. I hate you because you're not paying me to be in my whatever race I am right now. It, it is completely racist. It is completely destructive. It is, this is Disney for, this is not BET creating this. This is not Ebony Magazine creating this. This is Disney. Can you the, believe this, Tabitha? I mean, when you see something like that. I can't comment on Disney. You know oh, that. I didn't. They're my biggest client. I, oh, I can't say anything about Disney. Oh, I didn't. You, you know that. I forgot but, about Disney. But, but what I will say is that, you know, I, obviously we have, we still have slavery. People don't want to talk about the slavery. Great point. That still exists. Where are all the people fighting for the folks still living in slavery? You know what sex trafficking is? That's called slavery. We have slaves in this country right now. It, our country was not founded on slavery. That's completely historically inaccurate. Yeah. It's completely inaccurate. And, and what about the Irish what about the Irish Bingo. that served as slaves who were actually treated very badly in this country? The Italians. Uh, what about the the Native Americans? I mean, what we really yeah. if they want to talk about what this country was was founded on, mm -hmm. it was founded by a by a group of Christians mm -hmm. who wanted freedom. I totally wouldn't mind if this company. Look, I say it in my my nice quiet voice, Vic. I totally wouldn't <laughs> mind if this company just got on a dam, put a bunch of Chinese crates together and just floated overseas and made your headquarters over in Indonesia somewhere. Leave. I am sick of it. I'm tired of Coca-Cola. I'm tired of all these companies pressing their woke garbage well, down yeah. our throats. But Make a product, profit off it, and, and act like, I don't know what politics is. We're just a company that is providing something. Keep your damn woke garbage out of our damn society. But what about reparations? Do you believe that reparations no. should be paid? No, I think that reparations shouldn't be paid, and neither do most African Americans. I most, don't know about most. I, I, well, I don't know about most yeah, either, but the ones most. I talk to are like, no, this is ridiculous. Well, you know, here in the city of St. It's Louis, embarrassing. they're paying reparations. Yes. It's happening all across the country. Reparations are being paid, and here's the thing. How? It, uh, uh, the, a lot of, in St. It's Louis entitlement. City, Entitlements Eric, are there is. reparations. There's no, a it's lot actually of, happening in There's St. a lot of city. lazy people out there that want hand-me-outs. They just do. Hand-me-out. Give me this. Give me that. Because it's easier to say, gimme, 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 than to go out and work an honest day's job over and over again, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I think this country... <laughs> Sorry. And if I'm going to say this. Hold on. And if anybody should get reparations, yeah. it should be Native Americans. But they do. And and they, and, and they get and so land. And so Swedish people. And so should me, Swedish people. I need my <laughs> reparations as well. I'm not playing. I've had enough of this. Um, here's the deal. This country needs a reset button. Not the Great Reset. I'm talking about a reset button. Be careful what you I'm talking for. about like when you hit the button, we go to par. And we we if you don't want to be here, here's the rules. It's the constitution. Sorry the damn thing was made in lead. You can't change it. 
It's in the, here, we're living by the Constitution. Everybody okay with that? Everybody have a you have the right to pursue happiness. You have the right to not pursue happiness. But we're done with this garbage. This country needs a, to hit the reset button, and we need to all get along, and we need to become the best country in the world. That's what freedom is, by the way, Tabitha. Would you, you wake Eric- up in the morning, and you get to go and do whatever you want. You get to speak whatever you want. You get to have a gun in your house okay, well, to protect your no family. Freedom. There's no freedom in this country. No, that's why I said. Yeah, no, you might be no right, freedom. but that's what, that's what the reset button but is. Of, but, you see what I mean? Yes, but let's go you back live to by rep- that Constitution. Let's go back word to reparations. Word. Okay, so if you are Native American and you can trace your Native American ancestry back to uh, some of the folks that walked on the Trail of Tears, you can go back to the Dawson Scrolls. If you can find your ancestors on the Dawson Scrolls, Mm -hmm. then you write to the tribe and Mm -hmm. the tribe accepts you. And then you get free health care, free education. You can you could live on a reservation. It's unfortunate how we Americans have treated these reservations. I I know a guy who who did all went through all of these steps. He found his ancestors on the Dawson Scrolls. He went back. He applied to be a tribe member. They gave him millions of dollars to build a casino in Florida. It's a St. Louis guy. And he's now in Florida owning one of the biggest casinos, you know, in, in the Tampa area. Well, but, reparations so- are about the government saying, here's a plot of land and you can put casinos on it. There's been a lot of states Correct. that did not have casinos, but they gave the tribes the ability to make money by they, doing They that. did. They're trying, they're, Oklahoma's to some good- degree, they're trying to make up for it. But we know that in these reservations, it's uh, homicide, you know, sexual assaults, there's drug addiction and alcohol addiction. But what if we took people and we said, okay, if you want reparations, Go back to the old slave books, and there are slave books. Go back and prove that your family members were at one time no, a slave. Know. If somebody could prove that, then would you agree no, to them receiving no, reparations? No, no, this is we live in this time at Tabitha. You can never go fo- look at here's here's a bumper yeah. sticker from Cancel This. You can't go forward looking in the rearview mirror. I'm sorry if you're you driving a sports car and you're going that way fast and you're continually looking in the rearview mirror, you're done. You're going to smash into a, a, a turn somewhere. Yeah. Be we, careful we got- with people who are screaming from the rooftops, yeah. reparations, reparations, reparations. It'll tell you a lot about them as a person. And that's not like being mean. It's just showing you what their mindset is in this day and age. If there wasn't an opportunity for every single person to succeed and be healthy and move on and provide a better life for themselves, then yeah. But right now, as Eric has said multiple times, there's every opportunity for any person of any color to go have success um, and jump into any kind of job that they want right now. It's there for you. Now, are there certain situations where people are dealing with some situations they were born into 100% in inner cities and and in rural areas as well every bit is poor every bit the opportunity they have they both have the same opportunity different colors of skin born into bad situations it is there for anybody yes. to go it is That's it is right. there so stop Making excuses. I want this. I want that. Mm -hmm. And then you have Disney Mm -hmm. and the powers that be who want division in America. The reason I hate and I repeat hate that video is because all it does is promote hate within young kids. And then that's what kids learn. And then you also learn that if you're not the same color of those kids or look like those kids, that you're lesser. 
It's teaching that you're lesser if you're not those kids. And it's also an intimidating video to kids as well. Unprovoked. You'll always hear me use unprovoked, which is why it's a sick video. And it's unfortunate what's happening. But as I say, be very leery. Listen to people who are screaming for reparations and then study their backgrounds. Why doesn't anyone talk about affirmative action? We, we already have affirmative uh, action. We already have plans in different companies where they have to hire well, a certain percentage of minorities. We have, we have universities have to hire a certain number of, according to of your, minorities. According to math, African-Americans, who are the ones about that, that benefited back in the day, are 13% of the United States of America. And it's going down because... Well, I, th- I think it's actually a lot higher than it's that. Not, because we it's have not. a lot... How many people in St. Louis City on, on the census, that live in these neighborhoods do you think fill out a census? It doesn't matter. <laughs> so good, I'm not... That's a great point. It doesn't matter. You have to you have to quantify it somehow. In in this unit, in the United States, it's 13%. But they're getting 50% of everything. So that seems like reparations to me. That seems a little illogical to me. That, you're, that if you're an organization... Look, get the best people in. Enough is enough. You, the government has now destroyed the government by getting some complete numbnuts in there in, in, in high-level positions. Pete Buttigieg should not be the transportation secretary. He knows nothing about transportation. He almost had Southwest Airlines get cold-cocked by a FedEx plane. He, he, the entire system of the, the air travel went down. He knows nothing about he, our, our infrastructure to get product well, from, well, from yeah. Longview to uh, St. Louis is completely gone. The, we need to start hiring people in this government that know what the hell they're doing. And reparate our um, our diversity is killing equity. this government. No, no, well, diversity no, is what they equity. called it at first. It's killing this damn country. Well, we have to hire people based on skill. There's on a, skill, I'll tell you what. There's stop. a lot Full of stop. very intelligent, skilled minorities out there working. 100%. Yeah, Condoleezza Rice, Colin Powell. I mean, I can go down the list if you want. I can do. I can well, do the job for you. But the 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 problem is, is they start doing the. Did you see? The Senate committee hearing with with uh, Senator Johnson, he asked someone who was applying to be a federal judge. He goes, "Let's talk about the Constitution for a second. Uh, what does Article Two mean?" The judge couldn't even look him in the face and go, "Why did she didn't even know what the Article Two was?" She goes, "That's fine. Tell me what Article Five in the Constitution is all about." She had no clue what those two articles were. Vic, I'm not surprised. I'm I not am. Surprised. It's it's all yes. it's it's a sham, and I'm. It got me thinking. Obviously, we talk about the Irish being used as slaves. What about people outside of the African-Americans who came to this country who also had to work as slaves? Did you know that? Did you actually look back? White, white-skinned people were working yeah, it's as called slaves. called indentured servants. In this country as well? I want to go to Do the United States. Do they get States reparations? Yes. I'm just asking the Irish, questions. No, they the don't. The Irish have not. But, you know, I want. can we backtrack to something before we move on to another topic? Yeah, because in four minutes, uh, we're going to talk with Missouri Representative exactly. Justin Hicks uh, regarding some serious conversations that are taking place at the Missouri state level when it comes to some of these uh, infiltrators with puberty blo- puberty blockers for teens. Yum. What- I want to go back to to the population. I What I would really like to see and what I think would would really be the most honorable thing to do to minorities is say, you know what? Minorities actually, let's say the the black community, that's actually not 13% of the population. It's more like 30% of the population. 
And and I think that they deserve that equality, quite honestly. What equality? Equality equality being that you're not a minority. You're now part of us. You're integrated into this this country. You're integrated into our community. You're one of us. You're Uh not a minority. You're not a separate group. No doubt. You are part of us. No doubt. And and therefore, you don't need all of these different exclusions because now... Now, I mean, Tabitha, go it doesn't on. matter whether you're oh, Latin, Hispanic. You just Hispanic. made me think if that go was on, done Tab. on purpose. It is being the done poly- on purpose. Oh, well, it they're only 10% of the population. And that's the Democrats mm. doing that. The Democrats are doing that. I never thought that. about that. Good the job, Democrats Tab. want minorities to think they're a minority. Because as long as they keep minorities down and keep telling minorities, you're not part of this country, you're a minority, you have to be excluded from our population, guess what? They're going to keep voting for the Democrats telling them this. Okay. But they're not. You know what? I, I If you go in any city in this country, not just Democrat-led cities, mm-hmm. any city in this country, it, we have a very mixed population. You know, we have a lot of interracial couples. We, things have drastically changed. We are oh, not the I country. Saw it. No doubt. No doubt. We were 20 no years ago. I saw it in California last month. Yeah. We are all the see, same. St. Peter's. You see it in St. <laughs> Peter's. But, but see, why? I what I would like to see, like Drew on the comment line, I wish Drew would say, you know what? You're right. We are all the same people. There is truly no division. Did he just say that? No, I would like him oh, to say he that. He said it in his mind. That. He said it in his mind. No, that's fine. He, he's not going to say that. It no, is he what sure it did. is. And it's unfortunate that we're dealing with this stuff. And, and it's Democrats ca- causing the division. Yeah, no doubt, because they're using it as a political tool. If you have a hammer and you need to hammer a nail in the wall, what are you going to use? You're going to use a hammer. And so if you're a Democrat and you can claim, look, they've, <laughs> Drew, you're slaves to the Democrats. You oh. guys you guys are all, you guys walk in lockstep. You guys don't do any critical thinking on how you can get out of these messes. Republicans are the kings of looking at a situation and coming into and, and fixing them. You don't, why do you vote for Democrats so much? I That's can never, the issue. I cannot understand that. If Drew that. and or other people in these big cities wanted change, they would change exactly. their leaders. They don't want change. They Drew, don't want change. Drew doesn't live in the city of St. Louis. Drew lives in North County. He has told us that. Ooh. However, people who do live in the city, not good, not good. if you want change, and you talk about change and hope and a future, yeah. then you have to vote new people in. Other people... Other cities are not, quote, holding you down no. or holding you back. It's you. Yeah, d- you need Drew, to look in the mirror and vote new leadership in for a new future. Yes. It is simple as ABC, but do you really want it? Or do we like to complain, moan, want freebies, handouts, and so forth? Because if you do what you've done for 40, 50 years and you continue to get what you've gotten, why wouldn't you change? No doubt. And, and, and I, you know, it sounds derogatory, but you've got to have some critical thinking and you got to get together and say, somebody has to put some community meetings together in these urban areas and say, we've, but been, it's we've not, been played, it's not just, we've been it's, played. But it's next not the week. black community, because uh, uh, I still believe the majority of people in St. Louis City are white. They're, you know, it, it's. So it's, they're trying to hurt themselves. They don't care. It, no, what they're, do you liber- mean they don't it's, care? they're liberal what does that Democrats. Mean? They're a lot of them are liberal Democrats. A lot of people don't care about voting. It's not about color in St. Louis City. It, it truly is not because I'll tell you what. If you go to if you go to through most of St. Louis City, it's predomin- It's still predominantly white. No, I'd love to know. I think we need to do people a deep seem to dive. Forget about that. We'd love, to, I'd love to do a deep dive into that because everybody on this show, including Drew Collins, we're trying to have conversations to fix. These insane and ridiculous urban area problems. I mean, Chicago was the 
the emerald of the Midwest for the longest time, and now it is a dilapidated ghost town up there. The Miracle Mile is the dilapidated mile. It is getting bad. And people like Drew Collins say things that are just so damn dumb to me, to someone like me, that it's like, look, everything you say is only making your situations worse. What do you think is going to solve these problems? Lori Lightfoot? Tashara Jones, for God's sakes? The answer is no. It's unequivocal. And it's mean, quantifiable. And you mean, by you people, you mean progressive liberals. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly what I mean. I mean, when you don't address a problem, if you're the CEO of a company, and I say this all the time, and you don't go in and address the top 10 problems of that company on a whiteboard with your board of directors, they should fire your ass immediately because that's what keeps businesses in business right. is to identify problems, to look at the trends of the market, and to fix them before they smash into a wall. And that's what our leadership here in St. Louis, your leadership is really concerned about transgender rights right now in the city of St. Louis. Tashara Jones, she wants you to know that her pronouns are her and his and whatever it is, non-binary Well, there's hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars that Tashara has been given. If the city isn't going to change now, it never will be. So I'm trying to hold out hope that the hundreds of millions of dollars in COVID money and RAM settlement money is used That's ridiculous. to kickstart something good. I mean, what do you, well, giving her the chance, we got to see what's happening. Here's the deal with the money from the Rams thing, and I'll say this one time and I'll never say it again. It's like the Bible. Give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day. Okay, so you're already looking at that money like you're going to cannibalize it and destroy it. Give a man a fishing pole and they, they eat for a lifetime kind of a thing. Why don't you take that money and invest it into something that's going to generate more money, that's going to be an economic development for your city? Why don't you take the money and look forward as opposed to how are we going to destroy this $186 million right now? But they don't, I, don't, I don't know that they see it that way. That's how we it see it. It doesn't matter how they see I it. I don't think they see it that way. <laughs> Who cares that's how the they see it? Because, Eric, it, it, it's all about poverty. It all comes down to poverty. If you see poverty in the city, you're, you you have these problems. If you see poverty out in the country, guess what? My family had a cabin out in Ironton, Missouri, it, it, Trump land. And I'll tell you what, you go to any gas station and you see all types of, of problems. Who cares how it, they see it? I, I'm having a hard time getting past that, Tabitha, yes. the way when you're talking. I, is again, we need to again, take care of poverty. As a poverty. CEO, right, as a person that comes in to save a company, you don't give a damn what they think. The problems are exactly what you're saying. I don't care how you see it. You're fired. Get out of here. That's how that's how a CEO would handle a city like this. They would go, "How's the crime around here?" The CEO would come in and say, "How's the crime around here?" I don't just some can we can I get a report? Oh, it sucks. God, it looks like we got to hire about a thousand more t police officers. Who's on that? Thank you. Give me a thousand more police officers. Can I get some cameras that I can see what the, what's going on with crime down here? Fantastic. What money? What economic development do we have in the city? None? Okay, it looks like we got to go and try to get some Fortune 1000s in here. Can we give some tax-free uh, office space away? Can we make them the, can we, you know what I'm saying? Why isn't anybody doing that? Why do we care that there are, there is transgender well, rights in the St. Louis of, I don't give a damn. Well, it, it's it's a whole nother issue that we're going to be talking about as well. Okay. But Eric, we I got, digress. No, I'm going to go get a coffee. No, we got, yeah, you go get your coffee, but I'm telling you what, we got another topic that you're going to be happy about when you come right back. All right. <laughs> oh, our next topic is going to be puberty blockers. Yeah. Can you believe that? We're going to be talking with Missouri Representative 
Justin Hicks. He'll be joining us uh, momentarily uh, to talk about some of the things that are happening at the state capitol. But until we get to Justin, we just want to remind everybody, yes, you are watching Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. You can go to our website, uh, CancelTheShow.com, check out all of the information, all of the shows, all of the episodes that we've been providing for just over two months. Um, you can check out individual things. You can check out certain parts of the show. Um, you go to CancelTheShow.com. You have your video platforms. You can also take us on the go from a podcasting standpoint, the old podcasting standpoint of straight audio. You go there. You see our show. If you want to take it with us, you don't have to watch on video. You can just listen and take it with you as you go. CancelTheShow.com. You'll check out your sites there. you got Spotify, iHeart. You've got Google and Apple as well to jump in, and you can do that as well. So uh, if you have anything there, you can jump in and see what you got. CancelTheShow.com with Scott Gherkin, Eric Johnson, Tab the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust. Uh, also, we want to remind everybody, coming up tomorrow at 830, we have Kathy Helbig-Strict uh, with Experience Real Estate. She'll be talking about barn dominiums. We're going to get into more of that coming up tomorrow. On Thursday, Al James, he's going to jump in with Pixie Dust Seasoning. Um, we've also got uh, Ty Dennis coming up this week on Friday. Clippers and Cops bringing the inner city up and close to personal with police officers and trying to bring that relationship back together. Um, we've also got George Nori for our free-for-all Friday. George would be joining us as well to talk a little bit of the unexplained situations that happen with UFOs and maybe some paranormal coast-to-coast. -coast. Is he joining us Friday? Yes, we've got him on Friday, Excellent. and um, we look forward to having that situation. Also, if that wasn't enough, we've got Ben DeFerger with Athena Auto Protection coming on the show today at 930. Yes, so we've got a lot. And one guest I can't wait to talk to, and we talk about some of these issues in the city. Um, we can't say his name yet, but we're going to be talking with an inner city DJ, very well known. He's got a new album out. He's going to join us in studio next week. And he disagrees with a lot, probably most of what we're saying. He also has an issue that he wants to make sure that we understand when it comes to politics, when it comes to policing. And allegedly, I'm told why the inner city continues to vote for who they vote for. So it'll make you think twice. Maybe. We'll see. We keep an open mind around here. We want to talk to Democrats, liberals, inner city people, why they vote, why they do, why they think the way that they think. We'll get into that. That's coming up next week. Also on Monday, we're going to be talking with the president of the Ethical Society of Police, who's decided to come to cancel this. Have I left anybody out? I don't think huh. so. I'm trying to remember everybody we got. We got a lot of people coming in to the show, including a Missouri representative. Justin Hicks, he now joins us uh, from Jefferson City. Uh, Justin, welcome to Cancel the Show. Cancel this for the first time. Um, boy, oh boy, I, I guess we can't make up the stuff that's actually <laughs> happening at the state capitol that you guys continue to go through. We welcome you in. What do people need to learn about? I've been talking about one of the main topics you've been focusing on, and it comes to puberty blockers for teens. What in the world is going on? Yes. Yeah, so currently there's a uh, few uh, House bills that are that have been presented to a committee here in the House and in regards to really just making sure that we are protecting children from all of the craziness that's going on with uh, 
puberty blockers and all the transgender surgery stuff that that's been being promoted out there. And um, really what these bills do is ensure that um, if you're under the age of uh, 18, that it doesn't matter if you're a parent or a medical provider, that you're not allowed to do such transition sur surgeries or different things with puberty blockers. Um, a few weeks ago, we had a uh, very, very interesting hearing here in the House where a lot of people came to testify about the issue. And uh, one topic that got brought up um, when the, was it the uh, Trevor, I guess it's the Trevor Project uh, came out to testify essentially about how great these puberty blockers are. And uh, one question that I had for them was uh, in regards to child abuse by itself. And does this fall under the definition of child yes, abuse? And uh, we couldn't get a straight answer from them. They, they kept saying that medically necessary surgery mm. doesn't count as child abuse, but um, that's not, not medically not necessary. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a doctor per se, but um, I'm pretty sure their Hippocratic oath is do no harm. Exactly. And um, it seems like these are all issues that deal with harming children by themselves. And under Missouri law currently, it is considered child abuse. It's it, it it's funny listening to the, your inflection in your voice. You're like, this is kind of crazy. And it is crazy. And it is child abuse because, I mean, at this point, it seems like our medical professionals, they have to go through a... Uh, a case study on why it is child abuse so, so that we can get it into the vernacular of our professionals because changing a kid's um, chemical makeup and, and taking, you know, it, it, it sounds like, you know, you guys are in the position of defending this, but it's, it's so, I mean, how do you feel kind of talking about this? This is something we shouldn't be talking about. Isn't that correct? You know, the, what's crazy about it is, 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 you know, few years ago, we weren't even talking about this. No. You know, it wasn't even issues of dealing with children. And it seems like the left has gone to the place what? where they, they have no boundary. They're willing to indoctrinate our kids. They're willing to go as far as do procedures that will mess up a child for life. And um, yeah. it's, it's like I said, it, it's, it's really crazy. And just being somebody that, you know, has a kid, I could not imagine, imagine what these parents are, you know, doing to their children, you know, children that can't, you know, determine, you know, right from wrong. And, you know, us as society by ourselves, we've determined that children can't make certain decisions such as driving, such as entering in the contracts because they're deemed just not, you know, they're not educated enough in the arena to make those decisions. But the left seems to argue that children can make these kind of choices at the age of 10, 11, when they're just starting out in life. I mean, these are decisions it, that affect well, them throughout their entire life. Let's start here. Drinking before the age of 21 is illegal for a minor because mm -hmm. it affects their body, it affects their brain, it affects their mental growth. Uh, it seems like we're in the same category a little bit. Doesn't it seem kind of similar <laughs> that you don't have the oh. right to make a decision to destroy yourself before you're 21 at least? Yeah, no, it's exactly the same category. They they would argue differently, but there there really is no difference. This this issue should not be a controversial issue. You know, the mm -hmm. bills that we're hearing they, they they don't address. What, you know, even though I disagree with the whole transition stuff altogether, 
Um, they don't address people that are of the age of 18. Uh, we, we, we've left that alone and said essentially that, you know, you're of the age and you can do whatever you want to your body. But what we're trying to do is protect this class of people that we have deemed, Protective. you know, necessary to protect in almost all areas of the law because of their age. Yeah. You know, I could honestly say I've never seen a kid that was 10 years old that went through a transition surgery. Have you? No, but I, I know a family that was trying to. I saw a story. I think it was in Oregon. Uh, it, it, it it does happen, or at least there's the effort to. Man, I would love to follow that. But as we've seen when, in our time. life, in our society, it's a slippery slope. Once you start down the road, there's no telling where you may be five, ten years from now. And right now, you'll be like, oh, no, if there's no way that would ever happen. That nah, yeah. but And then ten years later, you're like, yeah, you know, things have changed. Mm-hmm. Now we're human. And it just it's just like human society you know 100 years ago we wouldn't have thought of doing certain things now we're more apt to accept them because we have changed as humans yeah and it, you know it seems also like we need to have a public discussion in the media in the newspapers with you on this podcast thank you very much about how you know the parents had a chance to flip out with the school boards about CRT have you heard any backlash about this entire thing? Has is this a big deal to the parents of this state? Yeah, no, it it is a big deal. Um, the whole indoctrination of CRT by itself uh, that's going on in the state is a big issue. There's a lot of parents that reach out just wanting to ensure that schools, you know, that the children are protected and being taught the things like math, science, uh, all those things, and not being sent to these schools to be indoctrinated in issues that, you know, are only social issues by themselves. And uh, this this also kind of leads into the area of like, where the left has no bounds. Um, I don't know if you've seen, uh, even on Disney lately, Disney Plus lately, there's a, there's a show that they just came out with called uh, The Proud Family. I think it's a reboot or something like that. And one segment of it is literally telling false American history about African-Americans yeah. and saying that they are essentially still enslaved and that they're owed reparations. Yeah. And these are the kind of shows and things like that, that they're teaching kids. They're just trying to indoctrinate them from all areas of life. Are they Isn't trying that to interesting? Yeah, that we just, just played it. Justin, yeah. we just played that video <laughs> and you bring it. And if, and if anybody would know it, I mean, you have, mm-hmm. you're African-American. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, ugh, you can't make this stuff up. And, and, and I, from yeah, your you, perspective, you I mean, you, from your perspective, you're you're like this is enough is enough. I would imagine, correct? Yeah, no, I know, and, and enough is enough is you know, and I I said I said this the other day to a few individuals. You know, we need to get to the point to where we're back to seeing each other as just people yes. and not trying to do identity politics. There we go. That's essentially what what the left is doing. There dividing people on the lines of identity politics and yes. it's ridiculous by itself you, you you know if we see people as people there should not be any issues i have the same amount of freedoms as you or anybody else out there you have to just make sure that you keep chugging along in that american dream out there and go where you want to take it to yes. it's not a matter of of boundaries by itself nowadays so you know to sit out here and promote these issues as if they are actual issues out there. I take offense to it personally because I've had to work my butt off to get to where I am today. And for people, you know, certain populations to tell me that, oh no, that I'm prohibited from things uh, because of my color is insulting by itself because 
that's that that's not the actual facts on the ground of what's going on in America. No, it's great to hear that, especially from somebody who's biracial and has lived that. And you've seen everything from different standpoints and different lifestyles and different cultures. That's for sure. Speaking with Missouri Representative Justin Hicks, why did you do this? Why did you want to become a public servant? Because uh, for all intents and purposes, that job can suck and you know it. <laughs> it, de- it definitely is a thankless job. I will say that, you know, you spend long nights and uh, uh, different things like that. But um, I really got into this just seeing, seeing a lot of what's going on in America and uh, being somebody who's come from a background that didn't come from much and had to build my way up to yes. become something. Um, I've, you know, I've served in the military. I've, I've spent time there getting getting able to see what America is really about, see other places in the world, and nothing really compares to what we have here in this country. And that's kind of given me this patriotic leaning by itself. And uh, being somebody who's an attorney and understanding a lot of the, the laws that are going on here, there's a lot of things that the left are trying to poke at that are fundamental focal points of American society. And that's what's kind of led me down the path that I am, is to make sure that we protect that for you know, future generations and the generations that are going on now, because if we don't protect it now, America as itself is going to crumble at some point. So are you going to win? Can I can I ask Justin a question, please? Uh, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Justin, I want to go back to puberty blockers because we didn't we didn't yeah. cover that very well. If a parent were going to give an overweight child, let's say Ozempic, obviously mm-hmm. that would be child abuse. So giving them puberty blockers is clearly child abuse. But what can yes. we do? What can we do from a, a legislative side or uh, even a child abuse, it, it, which is a criminal act? I mean, what can we do? Because I don't see anyone doing anything. So there's, there's many things that we can do. So uh, like I said, the current bills that are out there uh, that uh, that are they haven't been exec out of committee yet. Uh, they're still being worked on in the background. But what those bills address is mainly physicians and them prescribing medications and doing things such as uh, sex change surgery, stuff like that. So we can do things as far as uh, make sure that if they do stuff like that. We take away licenses as far as uh, physicians code because they are uh, they are registered by the state uh, for licenses. As far as parents go by themselves, uh, it's really just cutting off the access to these things by itself is is really what these bills address. That's a lot of what we can do at the state level. Um, things that go on inside the home, that's that's a whole different area. And I'm, I'm not really prepared to speak about that yet because we don't know exactly where we can fundamentally touch without touching and infringing on some constitutional issues at that point. It seems like the state needs to put together a doctrine of uh what our acceptable parameters are, including what we teach our kids in school. And it's like, it's almost time that we start defining this stuff a little bit more because if it's not defined, it becomes open season with the liberals. It seems like, like you said, they're trying to push everything through that they can that's just like weird. And it seems like the state of Missouri has to be a little bit more proactive in saying this is acceptable, this is not. Because if, if, if stuff like kids being able to transgender at eight go through, what stops them from saying, hey, state of Missouri, um, humans uh, getting married to goats is now acceptable in the state. You know, we need to come up with a list. We need to come up with a list of things that are like, this is the law. Sorry, play within the law or else don't play in the state of Missouri. 
No, and I, I completely agree with you. And I, you know, that's like I said, that's a, that's the reason I'm up here is I, I want to make sure that we get good laws on the books. I think things just need to be flushed out and defined. So there's no question about it. There's no arguments. There's nothing on the side. It's this is the law. This is where we are here in the state of Missouri. Follow it or either you're going to be faced with whatever the penalties yes. are for it. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you jumping in today with us. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to let us know that um, viewers, listeners um, need to be aware of what's going on at the state level? Yeah, um, we we will be uh, in the uh, in the house on Wednesday, uh, putting up for a discussion a bill regarding appointing a special prosecutor in uh, St. Louis City. Um, it's been something that's long in the works uh, here by itself and uh, it really gets at the heart of uh, the crime issue that's going on in mm. the city of St. Louis. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, we'll use you more. We appreciate it. Thank you for your service. Uh, Representative Justin Hicks. Nice. Yep. Thank you very much. All right. We learned a lot with uh, the representative today. That's so, for sure. Man, I'll tell you what, the text line was digging Justin. They were Justin digging. Justin is fantastic. Yes. And Such he represents uh, St. Peter's area, right? And, Isn't and he, yes. And he is also our very own Lizzie Sparks son-in-law yeah he's fantastic that is a sharp sharp that's a brilliant brilliant kid i call him a kid because he's so much younger but at the same point in time um certainly trying to get a lot of things done there yes good job good job lizzie nice job getting a son-in-law like that yeah <laughs> no doubt um once again cancel this cancel this show.com um, you can also um, jump in on cancel the show.com and you can if you didn't get a chance to see governor parson earlier today you can do that. Um, you can jump in on that and see that as well. Um, guys, I've got to help out our uh, our guest that's coming in. So you guys help take him out. Biden, hey, President Biden has a State of the Union tonight. You're going to watch that, Eric? Am I going to watch the State of the Union? Well, I would you, rather stick uh, toothpicks in my eyeballs. You have to watch it. Why tomorrow, do I have to watch it? Because tomorrow we're going to play probably a whole line of gaffes. And we're going to be able to guess on which Biden was it. On which Biden was is it? Is he the young Biden, the it, newer look, Biden, the if, real if Biden? If you think for one nanosecond, one if you think for one nanosecond, okay, let's take a bet. And then you probably don't even want to take this bet. If you want to take a bet that Joe Biden is going to use this as a campaign opportunity, you're out of your mind because he is going to basically be sitting there in front of all of us tonight for not for 90 minutes. And he's going to tell you how bad the Republicans are. And he's going to somehow try to shed a spotlight, Tabitha, on the fact that that, that he's basically going after the MAGA wokesters or whatever it is. So, no, I shan't be watching. I'll be at band practice. Thank God. <laughs> this one um, time? Not this one time. I at think band we, practice? we planned it. That way, so we wouldn't have to watch uh, Biden. But seriously, is there anything that we want to hear from him tonight? Yes, we want to hear the. the yes, and what Look. I mean, what is he gonna? What is is he gonna start off with the the spy balloon? I want to hear all the lies because no. while he's telling the lies, I'm gonna be on my little it's, Facebook uh, typing away the <laughs> truths. Here's the deal. So basically, if you're Biden, you talk about how amazing the economy is. He just added a half a million jobs in the last two days. Uh, unemployment. A lie. Um, Allegedly. Uh, I'm just playing the, I'm playing the part of Joe Biden right now. Unemployment went down 3.5%. Uh, inflation is trending down, even though it's like in nano points. I just paid, um, what, $8 for some eggs? Well, there you um, go. Yeah. Okay, well, the rebuttal will be just as spectacular as the State of the Union. How about that? Dottie says it's Fantasy Island take two. <laughs> That's a great, great point. And, and we can watch I, his nursemaids stand on either side of him hey, acting hey, hey, hey. like their secret service. 
Well, I mean, seriously, is it which which Biden is it? We've talked about it tonight. I do. I'm curious to hear how he starts out tonight. Will he address? Because you already know it, it doesn't matter if it's a Republican or a Democrat. It's going to be crafted to exactly what they want to say that makes them look good right now um, as we move forward. So um, I don't know who's doing the Republican response, but as Greg just said, <laughs> I hope the Republican response has a balloon in the background. The Republican <laughs> response is going to be just somebody looking in the camera going, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> That's the, the, the Republican response. If you don't even need to respond to stupid. You just go, that, okay, that's a joke. Let's go get a cocktail and then walk away. Well, Tabitha brought up a point. She put a line. What did you say? Who did the polling on regard in regards to um, Americans feeling comfortable with their finances as opposed to before Biden came into office? I don't, re I don't recall who did the polling, but I, well, you'll have to bring it up because I wasn't sure we were going to talk about that. But I believe, what, 42% of all Americans said they were not happy with Biden. They were not happy with the direction of the country. I mean that's absolutely outrageous and and not surprising at all. Yeah, he'll be your not he'll be your he'll be your all. nomination. He'll be I don't the guy. Think he will be. They, he won't I don't be primary. He won't be primaried, and DeSantis will come and run him over like a steamroller. Yeah, forty-one percent of Americans, according to Market Watch, say that they're worse off financially under Biden. The highest percentage for any president in thirty-seven years, just sixteen percent. Market Watch is not some, we're not talking about Fox News here. It's not, yeah, it's not conspiracy It's not Newsmax, it's no. not OAN, it's Market Watch. Just 16%, according to their polls, say that they're better off right now. 42% report their finances are about the same. Because guess what? We all grocery shop, don't we? Every last yeah. one of us. It doesn't matter what what, I, what side of the political aisle you're Can't on. Can't buy a house We're now. all paying $8 Can't buy a house for, now. Can't right. buy a car now. The car situation, exactly. the car supply demand, that's that's another big one. It's and, the, of course, a lot of issues rate. got it's us into rate. that as well. And um, we join um, and we welcome into the show this morning um, our friend from Athena Auto Protection, Ben DeVerger. Ben, um, you're jumping into the show. I love your products. I know you as a person. And we talk, we wanted you, you're a part of the show now. We bring you in with Athena. Mm. What the heck's going on? First of all, car warranties are necessary. I called them earlier. Sometimes we never want to pay for insurance on a car. I call them a necessary evil. I've had them. I've used them. They've worked for me. Um, do you see the car supply and demand issue changing anytime soon? No. 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 Not anytime soon. Especially with... Um you know, the chip shortage and everything else. We're not, I believe last time I checked, we were down 40%. Car sales were down 40%. From, from when to when? 18 months ago. Jeez. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> worse than I said. What? Yeah. And people have to repair the car they already have. We, we had Alex David in from White Glove uh -huh. Exotic Service, and he he explained to us that the the car market is, is about to even get hit harder, and we're going to even have less cars on the road, less cars available to purchase and if you have and this happened to me by the way i had a vehicle two of this happened to me twice two different times two different vehicles i got to my fifty-five thousand, sixty thousand mark when my warranty was out and guess what happened on one of them the engine literally exploded Boom. on the other one my transmission went out had i had some type of a warranty program i wouldn't have had to worry about that absolutely yeah and that's the the point of the coverage i mean obviously you don't need it till you need it when everything's running great, everything's fine. But yeah. as soon as you break down, the coverage comes in handy. And the problem is, right now, it's not just the 
the demand, but the labor rates have gone through mm -hmm, the roof. Mm -hmm. People don't realize these, the mechanics now are basically almost like commission workers. I yes. mean, they are built, they bill by the hour and they're charging sometimes over $200 an hour to fix your vehicle. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And, oh, it's, it's, and it's taken a really long time as well. Well, here's the thing though. It might take a mechanic. They could be really good. And I know this because my oldest son, he's uh, 22 years old. He's in trade school right now to become an automotive service technician. Yes. And I didn't know this until he started there, but it, some guy that's really good, he could bill for eight hours, yeah. something that might take three hours. Well, guess what? You're still paying that. But with the coverage, our administrators, they know how long the billable hours are supposed to be. They know what they're supposed to pay. You don't have to worry about yeah. it. So here's the deal. Let's start from the beginning. And by the way, we partnered with Athena Auto Protection. If you go to our website at canceltheshow.com, that's fantastic. Go to the bottom of the page, canceltheshow.com. Uh, if you have any questions whatsoever about car warranties, um, jump in on the website, use Athena. And of course, we'll be talking more uh, with Ben about what Athena can do for you, too, before we leave today. So you go to a car dealership and you don't look for the 2023 Lexus anymore, right? Because it's just too expensive for a yeah. lot of people. If it's you, even there. You go to the used department and you look for the 2018 Lexus. It's still going to be $40,000, but it says, as is, no warranty. Or it says warranty for 30 days. So let me ask you this. Is it, and you could buy the, the, you could buy the warranty through the dealership, I would imagine, but it's way overpriced. Coming to a, can you... Buy that car, say, I don't want any of your warranty garbage. Just get it. I just want to take the car off the lot. Then call you directly and say, please take care of this. Is Absolutely. That, that's the way to go about this, isn't it? Because Absolutely. dealerships are never going to give you a good deal on a warranty product. Is that correct? Well, no. That's how, I mean, the car salesman, he makes his money selling the car, yes. marking up the car. Yes. The finance guy, he's not just a a finance guy with some finance degree. That was the best car salesman that got promoted to a finance position. And he's going to... I never thought about that. That's so true. Oh Vic, it's true. God. He nailed it. I feel it. like an idiot. He oh, swung. my God. It, it makes so much sense. Because oh, yeah. he's selling a $5,000, $6,000 warranty. He was the best car salesman. Yes. It's yes. true. That's and then he's going to sell you gap insurance. He's going to sell you... Yes. Been there, done that. ...and everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, give me give me some, some uh, um, direction. I go to the car dealership. I say, I don't want your warranty, correct? We'll start there, right? Get your warranty out of my face. Then you call you, and then you put a affordable warranty on top of that. Is that Would that be your suggestion? Yeah, and the difference is we're, we're a broker. So the dealerships have a contract with a certain administrator, mm -hmm. and they have to sell that administrator because they have one administrator, one deal, whereas we have many administrators. So right. we shop for you one vehicle, um, well, then why would anybody go to Athena in the first place? Exactly. Yes, Ben. Yes, yes. <laughs> it makes sense. It's, it's the same thing with insurance. Um, you know, you want the best insurance. Right. I've always said go to a broker who can shop and find you the best rates when it comes to whatever insurance that you need. Well, that's a good point, too. I mean, everyone has collision insurance. You have to have collision insurance. How often do you use that? You can Never. control your driving for the most part. I, <clears throat> I believe the figure is uh, 7 or 8% of people use their collision insurance. 85% use the warranty. You're probably not going to get in an accident, but you're going to break down. Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. But what about people who already, who already like me, you already purchased a vehicle, already had the dealer warranty? In the situation of my two cars, my, my dealer warranty was out. I should have found a company like yours 
and bought another warranty, but I didn't. Is that something that people can do? Absolutely. And even if you're under coverage currently, you could always cancel that coverage and get a refund. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yes. You know, I'm curious. Why do people ever get get upset? Because I said earlier, it's it's almost like it's a necessary evil. Sometimes I've I've sat in those car dealerships and gone, man, I I don't want to have to get a, a warranty, an extended warranty. I get it. Um, I've heard people say, oh, I had my warranties. They didn't work. It was bad. And I know everybody always has their own specific incident. And somebody right. that may be upset with something may be the minority. But when you're upset, you're louder, so people hear it. Um, what, and I love because you're straightforward. You're not a shooter. It's how I met you. Um, what What's good about this? What may be bad but a necessary evil? Well, what's good about it is most people, especially these days in this, you know, wonderful economy we're in, um, they're broke or they're on a budget. And with this coverage, you're more in control of your budget. So, you know, especially before Christmas, before whatever, if you have an unexpected repair bill of, you know, $2,000 for a yes, lot of people, yes. what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this coverage, you go in, you pay a hundred dollar deductible, you're good to go. It's peace of mind more than anything. So someone buys a night, this, I'm going to go crazy on you. Sure. Someone buys a 1987 BMW. It still runs. It, it, it might burn a little. Can you put a warranty on something like that? On a vehicle of that age, it's going to be limited. Mm-hmm. Um, probably there might still be a basic powertrain coverage available. Um, we just have to what's the, what the would be, what would what would the what's the cut what's a what's a comfortable year is it year or is it make and model what what is mileage something is it like mileage that? How, how do you guys figure out this is the this is uh the price of what a warranty might cost on your car the vin number and the mileage vin number and the mileage yeah. okay we plug in the vin number and the mileage and it breaks it down by risk factor and uh obviously every vehicle's different you know right. a toyota camry is going to be you know, a lot cheaper than a than a Jaguar, right? Or really? Like that. Okay. That make how does the process work? So I I I let's say right now I cancel my dealership warranty. Mm-hmm. I call Athena, I purchase a new warranty, and then let's say five months from now something goes wrong and my serpentine belt breaks, whatever, something crazy, and and I need to have that repaired. Do I call you? Do I go to the dealership? How does that work? Well, that's the easy part. We give you an ID card. And that you get right after seven to 10 business days after you buy the coverage, you get a packet, it breaks down everything. You get an ID card, uh, towing, rental car, roadside assistance, everything's included with the program. Um, Mm. You take the ID card to the dealer. When you go in, you just give that to the dealer and Mm -hmm. you're good to go. And what's the best number for people to give you a call at? Um, Because I I do, we have that. If you go to our website, canceltheshow.com and you go to the bottom of the page, you'll see that we have the the graphic on there for Athena Auto for Protection. But at the bottom, you'll click on the logo and that takes you to the Athena Auto Protection site. I do see an 833 number there. Is that the best number to call? That is. That's a toll-free number. Call that number. One of our representatives will answer and get you taken care of. And should people say if they call that number, they heard about uh, you talking on cancel this or cancel show.com. Yeah. Mention cancel this show and we'll give you a $200 discount. Damn. Off the price wow. of that coverage. I want that. Well, That's how about really that? Good. We appreciate go no. to, yeah, the number is 833-251-9786. That's 833-251-9786. 
9786. Of course, it's AthenaAutoProtection.com. AthenaAutoProtection.com. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it's a fascinating topic because one of the, when I, I, I always go to a lot and I always find the car that I want that fast. And I'm always in, like you said, the, the dude, the finance guy's office for three hours. I'm like, I found the car in 10 minutes and I'm here for three hours buying this stupid ass car. I'm, 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 I'm just, in, it's such a weird thing to not have that lifeline walking out of an office without the warranty for me anyway. Because I've had now in the last year, I've had two major surgeries on my car. And I've gone, but I've also known that I'm paying a lot of money for that. If I want to get rid of the warranty on that car right now that I just bought, can you guys do, flip it the, the same day? Can I get rid of that warranty, get the refund on that warranty, and then get yours put on top of my car? Well, because we don't do inspections on the vehicles, we kind of yes. just take your word for it that everything's running okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a 30-day, 1,000-mile waiting period. Mm-hmm. That way, when people are just calling in, you're not sitting there. Good. Okay. I got you. Sitting on the motor, you yeah. know, next to the vehicle right, right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to get, you know, that repair taken care of. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Do you service, is your service available to people outside of the St. Louis area? We have a, a listener from North Carolina who is asking is it available in her area? There we go. Nationwide, et cetera. Oh, yeah. Because I would I would think that it would be. Anywhere except for, uh, well, of course, California. Right. You know how they are. <laughs> um, it's not available in California. It's not available in the uh, state of Washington. But anywhere else is good to go. And Excellent. once again, you'll go to AthenaAutoProtection.com, AthenaAutoProtection.com. Uh, the phone number there, 833-251-9786, 833 Nine seven eight six. You'll get a representative. They'll be able to talk you through everything. If somebody hasn't done this before, they can give you the idea of what you need to do. If you have done this before, I'm certain they could ask uh, all the questions that they need to know. And say that you're calling from Cancel This, and Ben says he's going to give you a two hundred dollar discount, which is <laughs> nice. Not a free nice. transmission, just the two hundred dollar <laughs> discount. <laughs> um, do you get some wild, crazy stories when it comes to? Um, warranties uh, of people wanting to <clears throat> insure certain things okay. when it comes to uh, warranties for cars and extensions and you name it. Oh, absolutely. Do yeah. You, what are some of the, do you have any uh, good stories? I'm just curious. I mean, it happens all the time. You get the people that call in, everything's running great and all that. And then, you know, at, at day 30, all of a sudden, because they hear the 30 day thousand mile wait, waiting period, and at mm-hmm. day 30, all of a sudden they're calling in and they have a, blown transmission or um, a lot of people try to work the system. But the thing is, like I said, we don't do inspections. So we just kind of take your word for it. We're going to win some, we're going to lose some, but yeah, we got a guy around here, Kevin. Hi, how are you doing? He's getting a Lambo. Will you, will you put a warranty on that? No, (laughs) you're not going to put a warranty (laughs) on a Lambo. No exotics. um, (laughs) Exotics are not included. Really? That's a, that's a good question. Why it not? is a very good it, question. As a matter of fact, we got two or three people on this show around this show that have Lambos. Be a lot of money for you. No, I'm it, just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's the what is the most exotic car that you guys will cover? I mean, if you're like, okay, well, we'll get uh, a Jaguar, a 2023 Jaguar, or something like that. What's the most? Ex- what would be considered an exotic car? Um. Maserati, starting obviously. with Maserati all okay. the way up into right you know, Alfa Romeo, Bentleys. Uh, no, well, we could cover Alfa Romeo. Okay, Alfa Romeo, no Bentley, no Bentleys, no 
Ferraris, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. I will have no problem with my Jeep then. No. Yeah. You should be fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeeps are good. She does crash that thing into a lot of stop signs, though. I will say that. Hey, no. Only True once. story. Only once. One, once again, you need a warranty. Just like we buy insurance, you have all kinds of insurance. Um, do you have advice from your experience for people how to take care of their cars um, as they're using them? I mean, is it as is it as easy as doing the proper maintenance on a weekly, monthly basis? Not really. And that's the that's the problem. And that's why a warranty is so important now versus, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you could change the oil and maintain your vehicle, but you can't change the oil in a computer. I mean, mm-hmm. the fact is these vehicles now are a computer on four wheels and it doesn't matter what you do to maintain that. When it's ready to go, it's going to go. Even what? the people that call in and say, well, I don't drive much. I put low miles on the vehicle. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't Your computer matter. doesn't care it about doesn't that. It doesn't matter. What's the what's <laughs> the worst? Come on, be honest. What's the worst car that you're like, oh, not a Ford Focus? No. What What's the worst car where you like? You know the thing's gonna break down. That it's just a matter of time. That you're like, oh, okay. I guess we'll give you a warranty. There has to be one. Yeah, that a would- Volkswagen. Is it a Volkswagen? Volkswagens aren't terrible. What's the um, word? This is such a great question, though. This probably is... the Yugo. Remember the Yugos? No, that doesn't count. Those are way too old. <laughs> yeah, those are those are too old. Um, Land Rovers have a bad. Ah, mm-hmm. but you'll 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 we'll cover them. We'll cover it. Um, yeah, some of the Jaguars. That's you, some of the Jags. Oh, but you, then you're going to pay a little more for the coverage. But really? Okay. Then, like I said before, you're going to pay more for the coverage mm-hmm. on a Jaguar than a than a Toyota Corolla because all the Toyotas are rated the best. What's They're, the best one? So the best one would be the Corolla, the one that you're like, Corolla, okay, Camry. Really? Like yeah. Honda? What about Honda? Hondas are great too. Okay. What about BMW? Um, they are the worst. That can be difficult. Really? <laughs> I've had BMWs. Actually, <laughs> the Mercedes do a little better than the BMW as far as claims. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Now we, we can, so Once if, again, if you want to buy a car, you'll know to ask him I which think one you should, has the least I problems. D- I, look, I think you guys should put a place on your website. It's like, if you're buying a new car, here's our research. Boom. You know, you always go. Uh, what, what's the what's the the website you go to? I would check them all. I mean, I check I them. I mean, that's what White but that Alex knows. David at White Glove Exotic Services they do that as well. Because I want I want to get as much information yes. as you can. I want to buy dependability, or just I do. get or just get the coverage, and then you don't have to worry. Exactly. Yeah, get the coverage, but I don't want to be in the shop all the time either. Sure. So if I have a Land Rover, I'm going to be. Pfft. Here I go back to the shop. <laughs> but, that, but that's just it. It can it can happen to any car. That's why the warranty is so important. Yep. It can happen to any car. I had a, an Audi TT. It was brand new. Drove it. I mean, it was like three thousand miles after my dealership warranty ended. And they even asked me, "Do I want to renew it?" And then I thought, "No, I'm not going to worry about that." Well, guess what happens? I had to get a new engine. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, talking to Ben DeVerger again, AthenaAutoProtection.com, AthenaAutoProtection.com. You can go to the website, the number there, 833-251-9786. Tell them you heard about them from Cancel This. You'll get the Cancel This coupon rate, uh, $200 off. We are grateful and appreciate that. Hey, bud, um, you like politics, don't you? Can I put you on the spot or do you know? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> You're a business owner. How difficult has it become over the, the last three? Are you better off, worse off because of what's happened to this Biden administration? Because we were talking about the State of the Union speech tonight and 41% of Americans say they're in a worse spot 
um, because he's in, he is the president. Me personally, I'm, I have multiple businesses, and luckily I've been able to diversify into different areas where I'm I'm actually doing pretty well. Um, but I see the people around me, and um, you know, a lot of the employees, and you know, they're coming in. They're wanting to work from home, not because they'd rather work from the office, but, you know, with the gas prices, with mm. how much they're spending on, you know, groceries and, and everything else. I mean, it's inflation. No, I get yeah. it. So you have to make a, are you making decisions on if people can work from home or if they're in the office? Have you had to have those conversations with employees? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, it, it first started when when COVID first hit, um, when, when we thought it was the pop you know, the apocalypse before mm-hmm. we realized it was just a, a cold. Um, we all went home and after about three weeks, I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. this is no big deal. We right. weren't supposed to because, uh, you know, comrade Sam page said, everyone has to, you're welcome here anytime. Okay. Good. <laughs> anytime. Everyone has to do exactly what he says, regardless yes. of common sense. Yes. Um, I called all my employees. They're like, you guys ready to go back to the office? They're like, yeah. And we weren't supposed to, we were the only mm-hmm. ones in the building, but, Three mm-hmm. weeks after we were back in there, and yeah, we were fine. You were fine. We were fine. Vic, follow up. You're yeah. in the, you're in the media. Well, no, he was fine. <laughs> and I mean, it was one of those issues too. Where I, I mean, and yeah, people say that they love you because of what you're talking about with Sam Page, but um, you also um, had an issue where you couldn't work out with a mask on. So you got a heck, you got your note to work out. You took it in. And this is what frustrated me about the situation, and hopefully we don't ever go back to there. Um, ben provided a note to the gym where he did not have to – a doctor's note, so he did not have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And then he still suffered the rebuke of several people because he wasn't wearing a mask. Crazy. Even the with visual. a doctor's note. Yeah. the visual. The, the virtual right. signal. Right, right, right. That you is know so that. ridiculous. I mean, it's some of those things that can happen. I well, mean, it was a mask with a MAGA hat on. Without a mask, <laughs> it was the MAGA hat. Actually, I think. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> do, you, do you do you think more people are buying warranties now because they know they're going to have to drive their car longer and keep it longer? Well, yeah, and go look at the inventory. I mean, there's nothing out there's there. There's nothing. Or you're going to end up paying way too much for the vehicle you're purchasing. What's what's the outlook of business look like in St. Louis? Are are those prices going to come down when they're like we have so much inventory? What what's the outlook as far as inflation versus inventory right now in your opinion? I think the prices are going to continue to go up really? until there's more inventory. Is it, are we in a uh, the new normal? So a a Chevy F or a, I'm sorry, a Ford F150 is going to be $100,000 now. Because when you go to some lots and you go to the Raptor, like he was talking about, it's $100,000 for a Ford product. When in the hell did that happen? Is it, Are we in a new normal, or will they go, okay, we're going to come back down to earth eventually? Well, it's just a matter of supply and demand. I mean, I, I think the big thing is the chip shortage. As soon as mm-hmm. we start getting more chips, um, because there's seas of vehicles, literal mm-hmm. seas of thousands and thousands of vehicles just parked, and they're just sitting there waiting for chips um the problem too from what i understand they're starting to have problems with the tires because they're just sitting there oh that makes sense so the rubber rotting oh Oh, my gosh that makes sense and not only that but you have to think about the rodents that come in Mm -hmm. and chew the wires are the are any of these cars even going to be drivable once they finally do have the chips 
I wouldn't want one without coverage because I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I see a lot of electrical problems, a lot of other things going on there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh! Well, one other thing we have to do too. a story just on that alone. Well, American capitalism, supply and demand—you consider all those things. Um, is it better to get a car warranty sooner now rather than later? Not trying to put pressure on ourselves or anybody else, but does there come a point in time where, um, you know, you start waiting and waiting to get warranties? Um, even warranties get affected by pricing too. Oh, of course. That's the thing because the the coverage prices are based on labor rates, and as labor rates increase, the prices are going to increase. So, for instance, if you buy coverage today, you're paying today's labor rates. Mm. Well, you might get a four-year plan, a five-year plan, and you know, three years from now, the labor rates, who knows what they're going to be. Right. Well, you're locked under today's labor rates. Um, not only that, the more miles you get on your vehicle, you're going you're gonna to pay more if you have 100,000 miles than you are if you have 80,000 miles, just because yep. more risk of a breakdown. What Gosh. about, what about uh, uh, EVs? You guys uh, cover EVs over there, especially yeah. those batteries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah How- EVs are co- batteries are not covered. <laughs> They're not. Are, batteries are. That's never the expensive be part of it, though. Nope. Batteries. It's twenty thousand dollars to replace that? the damn EV battery. batteries. Will never be covered, but they're supposed to last forever, right? No, they don't last. <laughs> they last in a in a. I was joking. But in that, a, that's in a, really a landfill. Oh, and the batteries are great for the environment too. Right, the, wonderful. Yeah. So, but but what so disposing I, of those things? That's terrible. Where are those going to be disposed? I, I don't know. But probably probably Weldon Springs, where all the other nuclear oh my waste. Gosh. Is. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. No, it's so. If you how what do you cover? Just like if a wheel motor goes out or something. I mean, how do you cover the EV versus the uh, the combustible engine? Um, I mean, you still have all the other parts on your vehicle. Here, you you put a window down in your vehicle and it won't go back up. That sounds pretty pretty minor, pretty simple. But, yeah. I mean, depending on the vehicle, I mean, that could be an $800 repair. Okay. Um, with the coverage. But it's, if the, the battery dies, it's not, it's all you, right? I mean, Oh, yeah. And that would even I, that's be... That's wild. Would, but that would even be a dealership. If you buy a, an electric car, the, the warranty is not going to cover your battery. It's twenty grand for a Tesla. Or more. Twenty grand, Vic, for a battery. That's like a week's pay for you. Yes, yeah, at least. Um, ben, we appreciate you coming in today. AthenaAutoProtection.com. If you have any questions, call now. Say you learned from Cancel This. You'll get a warranty. You'll get a discount. Two hundred dollars. AthenaAutoProtection.com. AthenaAutoProtection.com. Uh, if you need the phone number as well, it's listed on the page here. But it's eight three three two five one nine seven eight six eight three three. Two five one nine seven eight six. Also, if it wasn't good enough to do this and all the information that Ben's provided, uh, Ben has also joined our team because he believes in what we're doing as well at the same point in time. So if there wasn't any other reason, uh, when you support Ben, you also support this show, which we're grateful for and continue what we do. But anything else anybody needs to know about before we uh, let you go? Anything we didn't cover? Go Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not a Chiefs fan, are you? Oh, of course. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he what is. What else is he going to be, a Battlehawks fan? Come on, man. Yeah, you can be a Battlehawks <laughs> fan, too. <laughs> Come on. Hey, Ben, we appreciate your time. Thanks again for jumping in with us, all right? Anytime. That's all awesome. right. Ben DeVerger with AthenaAutoProtection.com. There's, there's so many trucks that I want to buy, and every time I see it says, as is, no warranty, I think about people like that. I really, I really do. It's that it's like this is amazing. I can't wait to buy this thing. Oh my god, it's three years old. I need a warranty. Blah 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 blah. 
And you know that if you if if you even act like you are interested in the damn truck, you have a salesman and a finance guy, and they're going to try to put that seventy five hundred dollar warranty on top of it, and you're like, fine, whatever, and you're you're financing basically seventy five hundred bucks for the next five years. Well, hope hopefully all the folks out there listening are at least going to call and say they heard they heard Ben uncancel this, and could, because guess what? If you already have a warranty. Doesn't have to be a new car. Guess what? Cancel it. Get your money back. And here's the other thing, as Eric said, just do your research. Yes. Do your research. If a warranty's right for you, great. If it's not, great. Just do your research to make sure that you know what you're doing. Uh, we're not telling you to get this. We're just telling you Absolutely. do your research. And if you do choose a car warranty, you'll have an opportunity to check out Athena Auto Protection. I had a uh, in Seattle. I had a 300 ZX. Remember those cars? I do remember. They're they not the around T-tops. anymore. They had the T-tops. They were on the it. T-top badass. Yeah, cars. I had it in. in I uh, I went into a pancake house or whatever it was one morning in Seattle, and the uh, tie rod snapped. Psh! And I couldn't steer the car anymore. Oh, my God. And, and I go, well, that's easy. I'll just get it fixed. I went to see how much the car was going to be to fix. I couldn't even sell it for as much as the damn time. <laughs> so, so in Seattle, if you leave a car in a parking lot for like over 48 hours, they take it and it's gone forever. They just dispose of but it. Probably because it happens so often. You I'm know, like, I, just I, take it. Does your long. car disappear? I just needed to get like some tapes out of the back seat. <laughs> You know, it seems like so many people these days buy cars off of Facebook or cars off of these different sites. They're buying used cars that don't already have a warranty. Mm-hmm. Does that, you know careful. what I'm saying? Just gotta Not be careful. all people these days are buying cars from dealerships. A lot of times it's just exactly. online. Oh, and Carvana. It, Carvana it, and exactly. all those. Exactly. Yeah. Those are so popular these mm-hmm. days. And so you're buying a car that doesn't already have a warranty. And I can guarantee you there's a lot of people out there who don't even realize you can call some like someone like Athena and buy a warranty yeah. for your used car. Yep, yep, you can. It's all there for you. Um, once again, uh, big show we've had today. Uh, Representative Justin Hicks, we thank him for jumping in today uh, with us to talk about the puberty blocker situation that's happening. Governor Mike Parson joined us. We're grateful for that. And, of course, we just talked with uh, Athena Auto Protection. Tomorrow, 8.30, Kathy Helbig Strick's going to be joining us, and I think she will be prepared finally. Uh, for some barn dominium talk. Would you stop it? You you make it sound like it's so horrible to no, think I outside don't. the box. I think it's great to think outside of the box. Okay. But we need to figure out, we need to do the research and find out what happens during a storm. No, the same thing that happens to a regular house. But in a barn dominium, there's no like wooden structure inside. It's metal. But it's it's like, a metal building. It's got metal I-beams in the middle of it. Do you, if you feel can safe blow- living in a, a, a I don't house know. made out of aluminum? I don't know. It's not just aluminum, I thought. I thought there was other things. Yeah, like... I thought you had wood. Like amazing design. It's not just a shed. No, I think it's I mean, like it's a not shell. Just, Tabitha, <laughs> Tabitha, Tabitha. It's not just aluminum. I think it's like an aluminum shell. Stop, stop dissing my dream. My dream. Vic, help me out, brother. <laughs> Well, I, I think you I'm can build walls inside of it, but I yes. think the barn dominium is, is I don't think it's I don't think it's framed in wood. I think it, that's the whole point. It's framed Otherwise, in I-beams. Otherwise, you just buy another house, it's a regular house. It's framed in I-beams, literally. We need to have a barn dominium expert okay. on the show. I am Eric, a barn so dominium. Eric is our barn dominium. I am the barn dominium expert. Shelly says I'm, they're built the same as a home, but exactly. with metal. But with metal. Do you ever see those big metal? So do that, does that mean they have a, a wooden frame? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Wood sucks. I thought that was the point of, of buying one is you don't have the wooden frame. Yeah, there's no termites eating your walls. It's, it's metal. 
It's all good. Barnuminiums, they're amazing. As a matter of fact, that's my new bumper sticker. I'm starting a barn. What's the, what's the new bumper sticker? Barnum- buy a barnuminium. Termites won't eat it. It would be like living in a, a green silo. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it. Why do you suck so bad sometimes? I'm not going to invite you to my barnuminium open house. I actually think they're absolutely beautiful. I know they're gorgeous. I am all about the barnuminium. And you can build one on the side. They're so cheap. You can buy, build another one off the side of your barnuminium for your airplane. They are, they are very inexpensive. As much as I joke about it, I love the barnuminiums. I really do. Okay, well, then stop messing with me. And by the you way, can, and you can build a basement under one for storm protection. I did not know that. See, that was a question. I always thought oh, it was I on a metal to get slab. Into this tomorrow. Okay, never mind. You know what? That's going to be great. You're not invited. Neither one of you. You're no, not- I, I, I want to get into that. Okay. Uh, by the way, tomorrow we'll get into it because we didn't today. And I, besides, I want Eric around for it. Good or bad, AMC having tier pricing for the seats that you purchase oh, bad. at movie theaters. For people who it's are good for going. the elite. It's bad for the well, the common folks. Is it like capitalism? Myself. We'll get into that tomorrow as well, guys. We appreciate you joining us for this edition of Cancel This. Go to canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. You can continue to check out all of our original episodes, our original content. Share the show. Subscribe. Jump on the platforms. We appreciate it. It helps us do what we're doing as well. Always, if you want to jump on via laptop. Go to canceltheshow.com. You can click on donate, help the show out any way you possibly can. Or from your cell phone, you can just click on canceltheshow.com, click on menu, and you can donate there as well. Um, For Scotty Gherkin, Eric Johnson, Tab of the Hassle. Can't wait to watch the State of the Union tonight. Joking. (laughs) How about the state of his mental being? I'm Vic Faust. Thanks for watching. Cancel this. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.